So I was thinking, like, the other day. Um, like, how many days is the other day? Yeah. Uh, it, precisely uh, a week ago. I think it was a week ago because I was preparing for a podcast mm-hmm. last week. Uh, and I was thinking this thought. If you could have your own personal podcast that just like is you sitting there talking about something you're passionate about mm-hmm. what would you name your podcast oh man that's a because that's a long question uh not exactly it's just like the first thing that comes to mind i don't know i, I was i was trying to think of what i'd name name my podcast like what what, what would my personal podcast be and i th- i thought you know Buns per can. Uh, yeah. Yes. Puns. He would definitely be a pun. Puns uh-huh. per can. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. It's a possibility to, to talk the about that. Fantastic podcast. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Uh, <laughs> but O'Reilly. I was trying to think of like, well, I know like I th- I think Jeremy's would be like a would be like a uh one about fire departments and and uh and I, I figured it would be called, like, No Snowflakes. No <laughs> Snowflakes. <laughs> or something like that. Well, that may, may not. I won't have a lot of listeners, that's for sure. <laughs> I might have more than you think. For, like, Riley's, I was thinking, you know, something like uh, the uh, Floundering Fisherman or, you know, or, uh, something like something – like, uh, the yuppie guppy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's thinking. But I mean that in a respectful way. I appreciate way. that reference. Or it's in a good way. Or he's, or like he's more of a bass fisherman. Yeah, and that's a whole pain, nother level. Pain in the bass. I was actually thinking more. Yeah, but the, I think he was he was hitting at uh, the dual income no kids. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, you know, uh, or like hook line and cynical. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Because Riley's the most cynical person I've ever met. God, you know, I don't know if it could get much better than that. Yeah, I'm naturally cynical, mm-hmm. constantly fishing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hook, line. Hook, line, and cynical. Just talk about <laughs> things. Can I trademark that? <laughs> it's, it's out there now. Just claim it as yours. Yeah. You're going to have to hurry. Yeah. And, and uh, Justin, I think yours would be called Justin's Corner, and it would be just as... Um, it's a lonely corner. No, yeah. it's not as lonely as you think with shoes that like he's wearing. He's wearing I'm, radar. Have shoes. you seen the shoes today? Oh. These are my vintage. There's radar. They're, we- they're Doppler radar on Nike his shoes. Nike Weatherman's. Really? I got these like eight, ten years ago, and I hardly ever wear them. I'm like, the, ah, I'm gonna wear them today. That's like perfect because yeah. they match your sign that you put in the. Uh, but the but the, <laughs> the office, from a from a distance. Yes. From a distance, they look like bright colored shoes. Mm-hmm. But once you get up close and realize. That there is actual Doppler radar printed on the shoe. And then you start to wonder, maybe we should be sending out alerts for those things. (laughs) These shoes, (laughs) buzzers go off and everything. (laughs) I've had these for eight years. I think in the eight years, I've worn them maybe five times. And they still look new. So sad they they never made television. (laughs) They did once. One time. You can... uh... Expect a high chance of conversation starting. <laughs> uh, no, there's his puns. Yeah. Yeah, Puncast. He's just yeah. gonna shower us with them. I know. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, that's I, another I, pun. I don't think that's. I don't think that would be the basis of my podcast. I think <laughs> this you know, is gonna get out of control. Oh, you know what hurry. I think? You no, know what no, I think I'm, my podcast I'm, I'm would be? Away from I think puns. my podcast would. I, I would just like bring people on who have like. The I always get a kick out of like people who have the stories that it's like, 
how the heck did that happen? You know, it's not going to be that bad. Okay. okay? It's not going to be that bad. But, but, you know, it's like somebody is just like, just a real like series of unfortunate events, not like traumatizing events, but just like funny events. Like, I don't know. I feel like that would be my. My podcast, like uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, a little bit. That ex- seems like a series of events that leads except to a ex- bloody nose. Except, yeah. I'm like the story before the incident that happened. That's that's anyway. It was a weird thought. My family friends of ours was on the episode that aired last week, but they put all their Christmas lights up, and then oh, the lights were up, and then as soon as he stepped off the ladder, he unhooked them, and they all came down like from the eaves spout. All the lights. All the lights. So you have like those clips you can put on your eave spout, and they all come back down. That's like a Griswold story. Mm -hmm. I didn't. uh, I didn't Mm. put up. um... (laughs) What's the Griswold? Yeah. Let's face it. In this industry, is a is oh yeah is a go to yeah twenty five thousand lights and then. Oh, sorry, guys. Well, I'm sorry. I just had a big, uh, I can't really say it because I'm supposed to not say it. Uh, Drum roll, please. Oh, do I don't don't, don't know if I have a drum roll. I have audience. That's worth clapping for. I just, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to sidetrack everyone. I I typically don't like to have my phone out, but. uh, It's all right. It must have been a good thing. It It was very important. It was a very good thing. And once. Once we stop recording, I'll... Uh, was it the uh, thing that you and I were talking about before? Oh, <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all no, right. No, 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 we okay. can't go there. Okay. okay. Here's so the let's get to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Here's <laughs> let's, get to, let's, let's get to the real deal. Let's get to the meat. Here's the direction that we're going today. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so everything up until this point... <laughs> has been nothing to do with... Except for the, the, the hook, line, and cynic. I think... I think that That's is more the direction. Trademark. Trademark. Yes. Trademark. <laughs> TM. That's so Riley's podcast. We've asked Riley to come in here. So when you're camping, there is a very good chance that you're going to be around some body of water, and uh, you may be inclined to cast a line, you know. Here's <laughs> Into the, the ponds. Into yeah. the water. Like and, uh, and think about fishing. And and r- nobody knows fishing, specifically in Iowa, better than Riley Michelle Batterson. Really? That's my name on the podcast? Well, yeah. It's your name in real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just... Yeah. That is my given name at Kettleson RV, but yes. my mom and dad, ooh, don't you dare. <laughs> it's, it's Michelle Riley Batterson. They flip it around. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fisherman. Um, we're talking boats. We're talking standing out in the water. You stand on the shore. I mean, how do you do it? Are, are there, like, you go multiple ways about it. What's your preferred fishing method? Uh, now, boat. Okay. Because uh, growing up, I always did it from the shore. I mean, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, I had done, I've done... You know, getting on John boats. I have literally done inflatable rafts. I have done kayaks, canoes. Actually, yeah, you've even swam out on lakes and fished off uh, little floating docks. How do you take the fishing pole with you, like swimming? You just like tie it to just yourself and put it in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like a fishing warrior. I've got the fish pole over here. Hey, like <laughs> nothing stands be. Between Riley and a good fishing spot. No, no. Yeah, that Nothing. was uh, that was Okaboji actually. And uh, and it was also, so it was, uh, we, we were fishing off of uh, Manhattan Point, and there was this floating dock maybe 
two hundred yards away. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I said, I was like, I bet there's some good fishing over there. And uh, my dad said, yeah, but uh, doesn't look like you'll be able to get over there. And I said, bet. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah, I put the fishing pole in my teeth. I did what's called the Tarzan freestyle. I swam all the way over there, and I actually caught uh, several perch. Hmm. How'd you get them back? I mean, if you carried the fishing pole, how okay, did you get Okay, so here's the thing. Riley a, does not keep his stringer. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, oh, you did he, keep he, that he time. Oh, uh, perch, yes. He, for, for the most part, I, d- I don't keep keep fish. Um, just, I don't know. It's, I, I fish for sport more than food. But that was a particular case where the family was going to eat them anyway. So I said, hey, here's some more. He particularly doesn't eat bass. And Never. We, we that is an that is an absolute <laughs> sin where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, is we know how to crawl underneath his skin here at work, and and sometimes we yeah. do that by saying, "Hmm, those bass were really good this weekend." And I, he refers to them as the bald eagle of of the waters. Is they, that what they, you? They, they are the bald eagle of the <laughs> North American fishing world. I, I tell you, you you are literally eating <laughs> one one day. <laughs> So <laughs> the bald eagle fish. So when you see Riley, just talk about that great bass you had yeah. last night. Oh, mm, that's I, a tasty bass. I, yeah, I will. I, I have will never squirm in front of you. Disappointed <laughs> Riley Batterson more than the day that we had caught this. I mean, what w- seemed to be a massive, massive bass in my eyes, um, and uh, we we naturally ate it because that's just. I mean, we catch something when we catch something or or hunt or get something at home. We eat it. That's that's just what we do. And I came to work and I showed, I had shown Riley the pictures of uh, what we'd done. You know, here, here, <laughs> look at this thing. We caught this. Well, great, and we ate it. I've never seen a more disappointed look in a man's eyes <laughs> than when I saw in Riley Batterson. The the friendship ended for a day, but you've now <laughs> resumed. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's back to where it was. I got. Yeah, it got better. We, we we warmed back up to each other, but for a while there, I said, oh, you. Why so, is the bass yeah. so high on your what, – what is it about the bass that just just gets you, I don't know, feeling that way? I I, I would say because it's, it's the most sought-after uh, North American fish on our continent. Um, most fishing tournaments directly target bass. It's, it's a – very i don't want to say it's a hyper aggressive species but it's it's aggressive uh super fun to catch so it's not like you're you know you're catching like a a plate fish like a a bluegill or a crappie um you're you're catching a 12 to sometimes 18 inch uh animal and it's a blast trying to reel that in do you weep when you go by bass pro shops then is it you feel uh, the same way? No, because they uh, they are actually taking the logo of the bald eagle of fish and putting it on their building for marketing purposes so they can draw in more clientele. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bald eagle. That's right. Yep. Don't eat it, folks. It's, it doesn't taste as good as walleye. Okay, what about trout? Rainbow trout and oh yes, that's very regular trout. I I will eat those. Okay, partially because I'm a cheapskate. Um, 
And the fact that I have to pay an extra twelve dollars to fish for them means that I'm going to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna throw those back. <laughs> yeah, I, I will get my fair share of trout every year. Uh, Where do you I, like to go trout fishing? Uh, so I have a a, a honey hole um, at at a place called uh, Spring Branch, just southeast of Manchester. I, I do very well there. That is a place I will go if I strike out. But as as a rule. Oh yeah, I have I have no problems sharing where my honey hole is. I was just because, gonna say, yeah. Uh, do we need to like go like no. you know? <laughs> because you there's there's no guarantee that you know if you go there that you're gonna do as well as I do. Uh, oh, I, I, uh, oh, now I, it's I, now, I have, uh, see, now now yeah. there's a challenge out yeah, there. I and during have, the oh man, I'm glad we have the sound effects button. We, we finally got an episode where it comes I into have, play. We should alert the fisheries. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, I've I've seen numerous people come fish, uh, in in my area. Uh, over there, and they spend and hours, and they have thousands of dollars of equipment, fly poles. So what are you using? Uh, I'm using a uh, spinning rod. Mm-hmm. And what, uh, what? I got it for $60 at Shields. Hmm. It was on sale. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to ask you, is it on sale? Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an, it's an ultralight. So what, do you, what, what makes fishing, what makes it for you? What, what, what about fishing is... What draws you to it? I mean, what do you like the outdoors aspect of it? Is it is it the actual catch itself? Is it the is it the trying to outwit the fish? It's is it what is it? Um, I think trout fishing specifically, and we'll, we'll get to bass fishing later. But trout fishing for me is 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 all about returning to nature. For the most part, where you go to chase trout in Iowa, it is about as rural as it's ever going to get mm-hmm. um and it can, it can be very simplistic and it can also be very complicated because that species is super alert to its surroundings like like if you break wind within like 20 feet <laughs> of one of them like they're gone just gone oh, um, <laughs> but 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 i enjoy the challenge of of chasing trout uh for that reason uh, and i also like chasing trout because if i'm going to go fishing i i'm i'm going to you know know, do some contemplation or something of that nature and or just to focus on one thing just that's all i want to do is Mm -hmm. just focus on trying to catch that guy under the rock that's refusing to bite right now um the amount of focus that it takes is pretty extreme then you're saying right because somebody that's never really done any trout fishing i'm Trying to understand it. It 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 it, it takes a, a a a specific person that's willing to um, drive, because for the most part, most trout fishing in Iowa is located in the north northeast in the Driftless area. So the Driftless area comprises yeah. of northeast Iowa, southeast Minnesota, southwest Wisconsin, and super super northwest Illinois, like a very small segment. Um, Why is it called that? What's be- yeah. Because it it's in the name driftless. I mean it's 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 constantly for for somebody who uh, uh, just 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 explain for somebody who doesn't who wouldn't understand. Um, it's it's naturally occurring cold streams, uh, moving moving at a at a at a rapid pace. So a lot of spring um, fed stuff. Is yep. That? It, 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 it's 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 just spring fed streams and and just by the very nature of that area. 
Um, it, they're, they're very, very cold streams, and that, that's super conducive to trout uh, because that's, that's, you know, that's their bread and butter. Um, trout do not have scales. They actually have a, a skin to them. Um, and they have this this goofy little film on there. So when you catch a trout, you actually have to wet your hand before you land it, as a rule. Because if you don't, you can you can actually peel that layer away, and when you release the trout, it, it has literally lost its insulation. So it, it most likely will die within the next couple of days. So pretty delicate, sensitive it, thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm delicate in the skin, but when it comes to uh, mussels, I mean, you're you're looking at a fish that is constantly swimming its entire life, constantly. It's a very muscular, so, so, very oh yeah, strong fish. But yeah, when you when you hook into a trout, it I I I relate it to uh, on an on an ultralight. I relate it to accidentally hooking into uh, a pike or a muskie. That's what it's like. Just a smaller version of mm-hmm. it. Yep, just a smaller version because you're. So it's a predatorial fish. It's it's like a fish mm-hmm. that preys on other. It's a it's it's like most predator fish. It's a fish of opportunity, but super selective, and that's what makes it different from from most other sport fishes, or or you so, know, fish of sport, so to speak. So it sounds like you're like you like to to figure out what mate is making that trout click essentially. Mm-hmm. What makes that what that what makes that trout what what he's trying to think today, and you're trying to out out. It's like a game of chess. Where you're, out, mm-hmm. you're trying to trying to outplay the actual trout itself yeah you you are because uh i mean that you will have days where you, you you think you know what they're biting on but then they won't um i just don't fish with live bait as a rule i am 100 percent artificial mm-hmm. um and do you what, design what's, what's behind that what's what's behind that why why that way is it just because you think that's just it works better it just works better or there's a theory behind it what's, uh, what's up with that it's literally just the challenge it's the preference um, oh, gotcha. preference. yeah yep and it, that that's why for the most part i don't keep anything because it, it's purely for the chase it's it's all uh, it's all for the sport um have and, you ever uh, caught and i think like growing up in northeast iowa we used to go to a quarry and we would go fishing there and we would put little piece of corn on a hook mm-hmm. and it would go and uh, we would do cheese and everything i mean it sounds like and you use artificial bait you don't use worms i mean does it matter on the day what the fish are biting or does it matter at all or uh, it, it when it when it comes to trout um super selective so like there will be days like uh, there were there was an instance where i went up to a friend to uh, to a stream called waterloo so we are we were in between Highlandville and Dorchester, Iowa, like uh, basically a mile from the Minnesota border. Where we went fishing, like I could chuck a rock into Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's how close we were. Um, and there was there we were just fishing this particular bend with a doctor's pool, which is just just a super deep drop off as as the as the stream takes a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden there was. We, we 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 were not getting lucky. Uh, we were using what is called the uh, skunk by I believe it's either Meps or Roland Martin. I don't remember the name of the spinner. I just remember the color because that's what you're using. What, that's what you're trying to do is chase color. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden there was there was a there was a hatch of this particular fly that was black. And then the rest of the day, oh my God, we got so lucky. It was awesome. I was talking to a friend about this similar topic. And they, and they even had a special request because I was in a, a particular part of the country, 
And I was at a fly shop or a, an outdoor shop in, uh, I think it was Wyoming, where fly fishing is, you know, a, a lot of their fishing. And uh, this individual said, hey, look for a particular feather, like a, like a, a certain feather because he ties his own his flies. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain color or a certain bird feather that they're in pursuit of to, to build a fly that mimics some bug that we have and and that bug is only here for a certain amount of time or whatnot through the through the fishing mm-hmm. season and they're trying to tie a tie tie a fly <laughs> that's tongue twister <laughs> to, to to mimic that bug mm-hmm. and in order to do that they need a particular uh, feather right I mean because mm-hmm. it floats or, and, then it, and then it mimics yeah. some form of bug action. So, th- so not only do you have to understand like the, 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 the fish itself, but you also have to know the ecosystem that it lives in in order to, to, to get caught up to that fish and decide what that looks like. I mean, mm-hmm. so he, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just, you know, like Justin was talking about. Just, just grabbing it, something and going. Grabbing yeah. something or, or grandpa's old secret bait you know mm-hmm. the, the secret bait ball or dough ball that we made you know and mm-hmm. we caught catfish and carp with mm-hmm. <laughs> versus yeah, that works and those those are some fun stories in themselves and yeah i've uh but I've, the, the certain ties and flies that, mm-hmm. they're, that they're that they're making to mimic things is sounds crazy to me but there's but the the options are unlimited from what i understand yeah i've uh i've 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 tied my own flies. It you can you can go crazy with it. You can you can spend a lot of money. That's why when it comes to fly fishing, if if you're comparing somebody that doesn't have a boat, so like some kid that has like a a spinning rod compared to a fly fisherman fishing from the bank, that fly fisherman is outspending that kid by at least. Fifteen hundred bucks but in the, equipment, but is, those, but from the away from the money standpoint, though, but uh-huh. f- from the actual understanding of the species, uh, as you progress through, the, it seems like this this fishing adventure, your knowledge has to to continue to grow too. So it doesn't mean, man, I've got a hook, I've got some corn, but I'm I now know what the species, what makes it tick at certain mm-hmm. times of years, what it's eating. You understand a little more about the the ecosystem it lives in at certain particular times in order to stay in front of this thing, right? Yes, because there's there's times where you have to use uh, a particular lure that mimics, for lack of better terms, a mayfly, mm-hmm. or there's you know particular times of the year where you want to do a grasshopper. And what do you um, do in the winter time when there really isn't any bugs? Uh, in- because I know that you do some in the wintertime, right? I do most of it in the wintertime yeah. because uh, when, when it comes to the wintertime, they, they're a lot more active. So in, in the summertime, like, you really have to pay attention to everything. In, in the wintertime, it, it's just like us as human beings. We, we eat more in the winter. It's no different than a fish that's swimming in super cold water. Um, and that's, that's where I like to go, too, because if, if I'm – Normally, when I go fishing, I, I don't want to encounter other people. That's why the pursuit of trout has always fascinated me. Because normally when I go, normally when I go in the wintertime, I don't see another human being for hours. Mm-hmm. Hours. 
Sometimes, so you're pursuing tranquility too. Yes, yeah. peace and tranquility. Yeah. Uh, all you hear is this, the stream, you know, with the occasional splash when you hook into a fish, and then uh, you release it, and then you pick a new pool and you get right back to it. Okay, so and go in the direction of peace and tranquility, uh, and 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 all that stuff. If if you so say two, two scenarios, uh, first one is a um, family where uh, the parents are trying to uh, go 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 get away a little bit um, but have a good fishing spot where they can go out and teach kids about fishing or um, you know, just 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 keep keep them fishing throughout the day and, and keep them entertained um, doesn't have to be out and seclusive but where would be the best place? for that um, and second one would be sure. a guy like yourself who or gal um who's trying to completely um of the places you've been um get away um not see anybody um i think that's a trick question no, i mean from I, a fisherman from a fisherman standpoint <laughs> you know you don't want to give up all your your hot spots i'm not I, saying i, get, see, I see i'm not saying don't, don't give up a specific spot yeah but, get, but, but, but how do you get started but what do you do I, I, what's I, the first steps yeah you I'm know the, 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 don't worry the people what's listening the, to this the are first they want something a little bit juicy so Come on. Yeah. Uh, i know you're baiting him <laughs> <laughs> more, more puns it's just that's what this show is if i'm <laughs> if i'm ever not here for an episode it's just remember that's button six all right so that's right there because i'm sure we'll use that a lot going forward you're gonna have to replace that um yeah, my very first fishing memory ever was of my dad taking us to Backbone State Park. Yeah. Um, that's how I got into fishing. Um, my dad has always been a chaser of trout and salmon. That's that's what he did. Walk me through um, that trip. Walk me. Uh, walk us through that trip. Yeah. Well, I was, boy, about about as young as you know memory allows me to be. Uh, we went fishing. In, in Backbone, so just, just north of the lake, um, back in some of the streams, just south of where two streams come together. Uh, we were fishing some pool. Uh, what I remember is hooking into one, and I foul-hooked it. Uh, I, I, well, I shouldn't say foul-hooked it, but I, I hooked it through the gill, so uh, the fish ended up dying. But uh, I, I also enjoyed it because... Uh, there was nobody around. I I had a blast fishing. My my brothers didn't. They were throwing rocks into the water all day, making my dad so so mad, so mad. And you know what? Come to think of it, I probably participated too. Um, but that was the first first memory I ever had of fishing. Hmm. Um, yeah, come to think of it, when it came to fishing, the only stories my dad would ever share were chasing trout and salmon. So. Uh, he he never. I mean, he would fish with me sometimes when we would go to Ogaboji. Uh, if one particular case, uh, he was fishing without a license, so he he had got to have a conversation with the DNR. But other than that, um, community outreach. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Life oh. life lessons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he 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 learned that one. Trust me. There used to be a uh, recreationally stocked pond just outside of Strawberry Point. Um, cause I know I bring that up because backbone is nearby there. I'm I, curious but, what its name is. I've probably, it was, if you're it. taking highway three out of strawberry point heading like West, 
It was you'd go by the tractor dealership. I already know what it is. So yeah, we, right there, and that we used to. It's, I remember as kids, just north know, of Joy Springs. Just north of Joy Springs, right it's a, there. Yep. It's a park. Yeah, there, there's a little like park, and they stock mm-hmm. that. And I remember as as kids, our PE class would go out there and learn how to canoe. We would go out on that. But you know, I remember, as a kid, we'd go out there, fish Fontana Park up by Hazelton. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd go there. Um, my where my parents live, not too far away from Volga Lake, where there's a lot of fishing that goes on up that way too. I don't know if you've ever been up there. I have. So, so as a rule, um, I try and never fish in the same place twice. Mm. Not and that's normally. just for adventures not, wise, yeah. or just it forces you with that rule. It just forces you to go to different places. Uh, so, and I've I've always been that way. When when I started fishing with uh, uh, Kyle, who works here, same same principle. We normally don't fish the same place twice. We we have just just by the nature of some of our fishing trips because uh, if we strike out at one place we'll give it like an hour or two and then then we have like pre-planned places that we're going to hit on the way back to cedar rapids Mm -hmm. like what's the most likely to produce today at two o'clock p.m fishing for bass so you like draw up a strategic plan for your whole day it's just purely from experience and fishing a vast majority of eastern iowa's bodies of water Mm. Uh, so we've actually done volga lake twice struck out twice (laughs) um not not up there on our favorites. Just not there. Just weren't there at the right time. Beautiful, beautiful lake. Yeah. Beautiful up there, it's got, yeah. It's got so, horse trails. So, but, uh, yeah. What, what, it sounds like fishing had an impact on you as a, as a, in your youth. I mean, when you went on this these fishing trips with your father, it sounds like it, this is something that carried on. I mean, wouldn't we all yeah. say that we've, we've, we've had some of those impactful stuff? I mean, yeah. Kian, mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember a story when you were a kid? I mean— from fishing or that you can share? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a lot of, uh, it's still, yeah, it's, it was a lot of dad, uh, you know, dad loves fishing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a lot of him taking uh, uh, taking his time to make sure that, uh, untangling my lines <laughs> <laughs> quite frequently. And, uh, you know, my, my brother, Caleb, he's, he's like the figure it out kind of guy. And so he's, or kid, you know, so he never had to have uh, the attention that I needed <laughs> at that You're, time. So you required more maintenance. Than, I I did. I did. I was uh yeah I was constantly tangling lines and uh, not catching fish, and inadvertently my dad was also not catching fish. Uh, but uh, Caleb caught plenty of fish. Yeah. Kalina was always uh, my sister was always uh, seemed like the lucky one that would uh, throw a line out in the water one time and she'd pluck something out and I'd throw it in five times, get tangled, throw it in another five times, get tangled, and maybe by the end of the day I'd have one caught. Hmm. But, yeah, no. I, I thought I had, Riley. Mm, he thought, with it. Thought I had. So how does you've, – you've learned all this stuff through experience. Are we are we are we coming back to the the families that want to start camping and pick a spot? Yeah, well, kind of. Well, how do they get started? How do they how do they how do they do this? Uh, Backbone or Bailey's Ford? Those are the two. Because right. they've always you know you think you picture your set of parents. At least one of them has fished in their life, but they maybe haven't had the experience of of taking their kids out fishing and to start creating those memories. Where would you take them, and how do they how do they get going? I think it starts with worm desensitization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Oh, being able to, to, to put, a, put a worm on the hook, I mean, that, that, that's that, ultimately up to the parents. That, <laughs> that, that's, that's weeks of negotiating with, <laughs> with some of them, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I never really had a problem with it, but I also started really early. So, um, in fact, uh, I mean, that's my, what my most dad people start, it. wouldn't you say, is just yeah. a worm and a bobber and, yeah, and, my, and going for it. My dad took us fishing because he wanted us to experience the outdoors. Uh, I don't. I don't think he ever thought I was going to take it where I did. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he thought that at all. Because uh, when, when I got my first pole, there was a stream right by our house that feeds into the McLeod Run. Um, and like, if I could be there, I was there. Like, forget homework. I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I would probably go on record saying I've been there thousands of times to that stream. Easily, because I, I, I did it all the way through high school. Uh, and it, it was just a very unique stream because you, you, you could get trout in there, but you could also get, like, these super enormous creek chub, just, like, unnaturally large. <laughs> that's, yeah. That just sounds interesting to me, the, the creek chub that's oh, the, the, the mutant creek chub. Well, yeah, so, well, because, like, they're, they're, we caught a couple that were 12 inches. I mean, like, that's a minnow. Mm-hmm. And it, and it grew to be twelve inches. That's saying something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, no nobody would ever go back there except except for me and my my childhood friend. So talking big fish, me and you have been in pursuit of of the same fish now for how many years? Are we talking catfish or trout or bass? No, one single fish. This fish has a name. It. Are you, if you're referencing um, the fish from your pond, mm-hmm. nobody's caught it. Uh, <laughs> wow, I'm pretty sure I've caught that thing. Well, I'm pretty sure I caught it too because that measured 17 and a half inches. That's big. That's a, yeah, the name of this fish. Actually, no, it's, what, it's over what, 18 inches. What's the name of the fish? Uh, big Mona. I named it. <laughs> and Riley and it's I, I have, saw it. <laughs> Riley and I have been in pursuit of this fish competitively. I would say for what six, seven years. Oh, since I first met you. Yeah. Uh, because uh, when I first started here, way back in 2010. Oh, and uh, I also t- have a story about how I met Riley. Yeah, <laughs> same place, doing the same thing. Uh, yeah. He was after Mona that day. So, so it's I'm, an obsession. I'm gonna interject it's, this. Story Mona is an obsession because I think it's important for anybody who uh, comes oh, yeah. who comes we into the store to know here. what Riley's. Uh, uh, previous background was in security, right? That was a job that I took on top of working here because uh, I am very loyal. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, I. But yes, I did security for, for a little bit for a company for called. For anybody that doesn't know, we've got a pond in the back of the. There's there's <laughs> there's essentially a small that. pasture in the back of uh, uh, the store here, and. Uh, and I didn't work at Kettleson RV at the at the time I was in school, but I'd come home and do chores for the farm and whatnot. And uh, so the uh, pasture needed maintained in the back, and and Grandpa had come out and and mowed the hay uh, that he was looking to make back there. And uh, so the uh, guy who uh, um, had to go rake that hay was me. And so I came back, and I I'd, I'd, I'd never been back here before. And was out raking the hay, and uh, lo and behold, there's a, there's a guy standing out next to the pond 
uh, fishing in a security outfit. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm thinking, my gosh, you know, this guy's not watching much of anything but the fish. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I stop and get I stop and get out and have a conversation with this guy. Um, it turns out uh, it's Riley Batterson, and <laughs> he's uh, transitioning from his uh, his uh, what what would were, were you on lunch? No, I had uh, I had just come home from a shift. It was a uh, Saturday, yeah, so you, I didn't have to work here. Oh, so I was fishing. You, you were transitioning out of your night job. Any any time he's not working, yeah. he's I, fishing. I am yep. fishing. You 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 can take that to the bank. Ask my parents or ask ask a girl by the name of Paige Beatty. I am fishing if I'm not working. So we're looking at a picture right yeah. now of the it's a quote unquote Mona. Mona, which is a largemouth bass in this pond out back, and yet again. That the fish that I caught was bigger than that. I'm are just are you on out. the phone in this picture, Riley? Calling people, telling them you no, caught Mona? I, or I, I actually, what's... I was, I so I, I was, I was actually closing a deal at the time uh, over the phone, and I hooked into this fish, and I just thought, well, guess I'm getting two at the same for the price <laughs> of one. <laughs> I think uh, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna have, uh, Riley send that to Justin, and mm-hmm. when we uh, post this, uh, this. This podcast proposed that. You check out this fish. He's holding it way far out from his body. It looks way bigger than it is. No, 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 I'm I'm holding it close to the body because that's what you're supposed to. By the way, just remember, I have the picture of the fish that you caught that was big, Mona. And you did. Do you have it? Do you have that picture? Oh, yes, I do. So what we will do is we will let the viewers decide. Yes. Yeah. Who we'll caught our Big Facebook Mona? Page. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who caught Big Mona? Let me, I want to ask uh, a couple of quick hits here. Um, question and then quick answer, whatever pops on the top of your mind here. So first question, Riley Batterson, hmm. is it true fish bite more before a storm? Just before a storm, yes. Yes. Okay. Next question. People who fish in, like, on a, off a bridge, like here in Cedar Rapids, what are they going to catch? Fishing off, like, like off the, off into the cedar, like like, like, like you're off driving the five and one day. Yeah, off the five and one. What are they catching? Mostly, uh, you're going to catch a lot of smallmouth and catfish. Okay. Next question: Worst fishing story ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's not fair. Um, <laughs> in in what context? In you fell in, or you hooked it to your your oh. arm, or you hit some, or you hooked somebody with the, you know, something like that. You know, actually, that was my uh, second fishing trip ever. My dad had taken me to McBride, and uh, you can change I, I names if you have to. I don't know if I want to tell this story <laughs> with people listening, yeah. but uh, <laughs> just we'll have to use leave it to people's imagination. Yeah. So we we were fishing. It's everything that a bad fishing trip would would yeah. be. We, we we were fishing just um, north of the the. The beach on McBride. Um, yes, I had to stop and think about that. Um, and it wasn't going very well, so we were getting really bored. Um, and so me and my two brothers, we started relieving ourselves into the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was a pretty tall embankment. I, I want to say it was the better part of four four foot, just like straight mm-hmm. up. Um and then uh, my, my brother said that the, the water was turning yellow, so naturally I was curious. Um, so I leaned <laughs> over and fell in. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my dad was swearing a lot. Because, <laughs> one, I fell into the line <laughs> and everything. Um, and then he had to pull me out. And I mean, like, 
like when I say it was a four foot like straight drop, like no kidding. Like he he had to he had to hoist me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I fill in. Um, oh. A lot of stories. A lot of stories. So what's on your uh, what's on your bucket list? Are are your your hit list for places you've never been but want to go? That I've never fished. Yeah. Uh, Clear Lake. I want to do Clear Lake this year. Uh, there's also you've never fished Clear Lake. Never. Really. Yeah, but that's like one of the few bodies of water left. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a couple streams just east of a town called Colesburg, um, Iowa, that I, I really want to fish based on satellite imagery. I want to try those. You use um, satellite imagery a lot? Yeah, you're, I, I you're use, scouting. I used, like when I was a kid, I would, uh, I would use Google Maps, like memorize the turns and everything to get to a body of water and I, and I would either ride a bike there walk there or when I turned 16 drive there yeah and there were there was a lot of people that I hey mr. and Todd built alone mm-hmm. a lot of people whose door I just went up and says hey can I fish here is that cool <laughs> <laughs> most people said yes there's oh there's only a few who shall remain nameless in Toddville that told me no Oh, I'm probably related to him. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you might. I be. might be one as well. <laughs> you, you weren't there then. No. You were, but it's so you, you, to you, 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 you spend a lot of your week deciding how you're going, what, how you're, and where you're going to fish for the weekend. Um, and Iowa, how the fish selection in Iowa is pretty broad. I mean, essentially, I mean, there's yeah, there's bass, there's bluegill to walleye you know you even got your some of your northern fish of walleye northern you know northern pike you've got musky you've got trout which is seems to be more of a western fish wouldn't you say or a, or an eastern river fish it's versus midwest is kind of right here in iowa is kind of a, a a mixing pot of fish isn't it um pretty good opportunity yeah so it for a broad range of species i was great but in particular like the the driftless area like if if you you know ladies and gentlemen listening back at home if you do your research there will people there are people that travel across the world to come fish the driftless area Hmm. it's 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 very unique because it's 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 all natural it none of it's glacier fed Mm -hmm. or or you know fed from snow coming from mountains Mm -hmm. it's literally just all natural uh, occurring springs That's and, and and there's and there's hundreds of them mm-hmm. well maybe i might be exaggerating when i say hundreds there might be close to 100 total streams but there's a lot well and i'm <clears throat> not, not still naturally reproducing streams be overly you know what am i trying to say here like overly you know broken down here but i mean this is the area because we've got people <clears throat> that listen in Texas and like Oklahoma, we got people, you know, that that listen to this broadcast that we do that might not be familiar with the Driftless area. When we mention Northeast style, it has been listened to the beach. Listen, this has been listened to in the beaches of Barcelona. I do and Australia and Australia and Australia and Australia. Beaches of Barcelona, or Barcelona. Depends on how you do it. My uh, friend Al, uh, my friend Al was in Spain. Had a listen. Oh, you here know. I was thinking Messi was listening, but well, you know. <laughs> but like you're talking areas like Northeast Iowa, yep. Wisconsin. Throw some town names. Um, so Highlandville is is a very so like if if you're gonna if you if you enjoy chasing trout and you've never been to Highlandville, like that's that's not going to wall drug when you go to South Dakota. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. Um, Highlandville is a, a very small town. 
but it, it has this community store whose essentially the majority of its focus is catered to trout fishermen. I mean, like you, you walk in there, I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at a town of a population of maybe a hundred, mm-hmm. maybe 50. And you, you walk in there and it's just a fishing store. It's the coolest thing, but it's because it it's specific. It's located right in the hub of seven different streams mm-hmm. and people are constantly up there. Is there a campground close by there? Yeah. Uh, like actually this store has a campground. Well, I don't know if that's true, but it's it's right next to it. I mean, no. okay, yeah, yeah. It's it's got and there's there's different campgrounds in between Highlandville, North Bear, South Bear. Uh, there's cabins up there now. Uh, in the years that I've been going up there, they started building cabins that you can rent up there. And again, a cheapskate, so I never will. But um, <laughs> not yet. Not until I get really old and really tired and really lazy. Um, <laughs> You, you can do it. Yeah. We've learned so much about Riley just yeah, in the, the, the last Easy 30 Riley. seconds. Yeah. I pretty much knew all this. Yeah. I already knew he was a yeah, cheapskate. Yeah, don't kid yourself. You know. <laughs> I knew. I knew. But there's um, a lot of campgrounds mm-hmm. really in close proximity of a lot of good fishing yeah. and mm-hmm. it, a lot of amenities. So if you like the amenities, there tends to be some form of amenity mm-hmm. near some good fishing. Mm-hmm. I think that the, 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 the moral of the story, I think, is – that no matter what you're looking to get out of it, you you, you can find the accom- accommodations to to adjust to it, right? I mean, from yeah. what you've seen, most part because you've been all over the state. Yeah, there's there's actually uh, I think I think the campground's officially private now, but there's a campground at Spring Branch mm-hmm. that's very very small. I typically see five or six campers there, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that. Spring Branch is also just north of Bailey's Ford, so I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I put my money on Bailey's Ford. Yeah, there's a lot of campground camping a and a lot and a lot Ford. to do there. If yeah. not faced, just fishing, if faced with the opportunity to go, you know, spend a week in Canada, because a lot of people will go, oh, we're going to go fish Canada, or a week wherever you want to go in Northeast Iowa, you know, and, and and not only maybe the northern half of Iowa, which would you choose? Is the trip. To Canada free? <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did we know I, that that would come up? I knew that question yeah, was coming. I, that's, I did that he was, he was crunching. No, you weren't. You were no, crunching you numbers. Not. You're like, well. Yeah, ding, we ding, can ding, see, ding. you can see your calculator happening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So all things being equal. I think that you it, would it, go fishing somewhere else. I think you'd pick Canada. I, he yeah. would. I, I probably he would. would just be, just because again, to pick I gotta anywhere, go somewhere else. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere to go fishing. Money aside, we're right now. I, I, I get to go and I get to be by myself for days. Yeah. Oh gosh, I I think we don't have to let Paige know. But yeah, we won't th- tell her. I yeah. think I'm either going to Eastern Utah or I'm going to North. Northwest Colorado. In pursuit of uh, the trout. Yeah. Or or I might go to California. There's a, a specific species that, you know, I used to read about. It's called the golden trout. Super rare. Um, I, th- I think, if, if memory serves me correct, those are the only two places in the world that you can find it. Mm. Interesting. And, and I, I think that would be a sweet uh, one to check off the bucket list to get that. Nice. Yeah. Is it true that largemouth bass don't actually sing? 
<laughs> it is it is absolutely true except except at uh, at your local dive bar <laughs> <laughs> then it's gonna sing oh. and as long as you keep replacing the batteries <laughs> <laughs> i had totally forgotten about that bass <laughs> you can't find that anymore really yeah yeah well, I, now I, I know what to get you for christmas no kidding mm-hmm. that would be a good christmas the singing tip. bald eagle of, of the aqua world mm-hmm yeah, they they mislabeled that that thing, didn't mm-hmm. they? They did. They did. They mislabeled <laughs> it. All right. Well, uh, Riley, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day and out of uh, uh, making money, um, which we know you uh, enjoy doing instead of spending, and uh, spending it with us and yeah. uh, um, enlightening us on the topic of uh, fishing. Do you prefer fishing or angling? When we talk, I mean, is there a preference? Nobody's ever asked me. And? I've asked you now. <laughs> that, that's somebody Fishing, asking you. because I'm not one of those people. Fishing is perfect. Fishing's perfect. Okay. I mean, that's what I call it. Well, I just want somebody to dress you like, correctly. You know, I know how you get about the, the whole bass and the, the eating thing. That's different. Um, fishing and angling, it's one and the same. I've... I don't think I've ever said angling, so fishing it is. <laughs> he didn't mean to angle you over here. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.